What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And you get to see my hairline now. Woo! We're here with episode 114, where we're going to be talking about, hey, we're just customers in the games industry. But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. Hey. Hey. We're, we're, we're here. We are. Episode. Every time you say, um, but first. Yeah. Big Brother. Big Brother. But first. Fallout. Does she say that? Does she play Fallout? No. Oh, okay. You were going to say what episode it was? Uh, yeah, it's episode <laughs> 114 where we're going to be talking about that. Uh, but first, we've got... Uh, I just want to share a special announcement we've been uh, planning. This has been in the uh, works a little bit uh, for the past month or so. Probably. Uh, I would say, yeah, probably almost a month. <laughs> yeah. But uh, starting on August... Well, uh, when the episodes come out, like early September, I forget when the, the first episode. first episode will come out on August 31st, my birthday. Oh, yes. Anyone was interested. Yeah. So August 31st, we're doing a special Tell Me Why episode. So yes. Tell Me Why is a new game coming from Don't Nod uh, Entertainment. I believe it's entertainment. Don't nod. But the uh, same uh, studio behind Life Don't is Strange. Don't nod. You, you know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> behind Life is Stranger releasing Tell Me Why in uh, new chapters, three chapters coming out every single week. And following those chapters, we're going to be having a special roundtable discussion of each of these episodes with a special new guest in each episode. So mm -hmm. chapter one will release uh, August 31st. Uh, we're just going to be discussing what happened in chapter one with a special guest. Then chapter two will come out uh, with a special guest. And each Monday, there will be a new guest talking about a new chapter. I'm very excited about it. But yeah. we got a new theme song in the works for it. Uh, but yeah. yeah. It's like special episodes. So there's not going to be movie minutes. There's not going to be top three gaming news. It's just going to be yeah, talking about it. Uh, tell me why roundtable discussion. Yes. So I'm very excited for our guests. Uh, I'm going to be announcing the lineup on Tuesday. So you're going to get to see who's going to be guest starring for chapter one, who's going to be chapter two and chapter three. I'm very excited for all three of them, to be honest yes. with you. Uh, yeah. They're really good guests. Uh, but yeah, so uh, look forward to that. Like I said, announcing the lineup on Tuesday, but the first episode will drop on August 31st, which is Liz's birthday. Yay, so. 27. <laughs> so I feel keep like it should be older. Yeah, I should be younger, but uh, <laughs> maybe it. we can meet in the middle and we'll be the same age. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but keep your eyes posted for that. But uh, yeah, very, very excited for that. Just want to give you an announcement. But like I said, the lineup uh, will be dropped on Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, we're here for Games and Groceries. It's just yeah. us this week. Uh, next week, we have another guest. Uh, very excited for that guest as well. Uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say who the do guest it. is. <laughs> Don't do it. Fight the urge. I will. Don't. No, I'm like daring you to not do it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's just us today. Uh, and uh, by the way, hi, everybody who's listening, who's Sup. new. Uh, we've gotten a surge of new listeners. We have. Welcome to the family. Yeah. So uh, going on our podcast analytics, uh, we skyrocketed uh, about three times the amount of our other peaks. So I'm like, ah, hi, how are we doing? But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah. I uh, hope you're enjoying the episodes. I hope you're enjoying our backlog. So, uh, but if you're here for us, uh, yeah. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so let's get the show rolling because you're here for the show. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we just remind everybody that we're on social media. We're on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, or you can follow us on, on individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. And you can follow us on Instagram, Games of Groceries, all one word, where you can see some behind-the-scene photos, you know, some uh, stories I'll share on your little story feed, as well as some questions I'll ask you. Uh, I want to get your opinion. We have the topics, and I just want to get you in on the discussion. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Facebook there, and I will ask you questions about the uh, certain topic that we're going to ask. And um, yeah, yeah, go for it. I want to hear your responses and bring in discussion. Yeah. Uh, we also have a website, gamesgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website, as well as you can find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website, as well as some articles I've written in the past. <laughs> 
And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, hi, how you doing? You're doing oh. good. Mm. Anyway, oh, why? <laughs> um, definitely hit that subscribe and the notification bell, as well as hit giving a like and a share. If you enjoy the episode through and through, uh, just helps out the channel a lot. And uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or any others uh, that you can subscribe to, definitely subscribe to us on there. And finally, uh, leave us a review over on Podchase, or the link is in the description mm -hmm. down below. Uh, yeah, so with all that said and done, let's just get right into the show with our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, ah, not really in theaters at this point in time, and we like to give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. We have a five-point system here on Games of Groceries where we have a avoid, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. So, this week's movie uh, minutes comes from Netflix, and I wanted to watch this movie because Cheapy D from the CAG cast uh, would not shut up about this movie because he hated it so much, but <laughs> Wombat thought it was okay, and Shipwreck had no opinions, but it's uh, it's the old guard <laughs> over on Netflix. Hooray, everybody. Uh, yep, it's found on Netflix. It's the old guard. It came out uh, a couple weeks ago. I think, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, but mm -hmm. uh, Chibi said that it was uh, horrible and I want to talk about it. So opening thoughts, go. Um, well, when we were watching, you told me where Chibi turned it off. I was like, that was like the best, like the most epic part. He's like, man. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're like, what? Why? I really enjoyed this movie. I am not you. I, I mean, I do enjoy these movies. They're just not my like go to. And I'm like, what in go like want to go in to watch a movie. But I always enjoy them so much because I love like big intense scenes. It's like mildly action. It's not like mm -hmm. super action movie, but I really enjoyed it. I really like the story and mm -hmm. um, I like the way it leaves us off. Yeah. Because it makes me excited. So this is a very lore heavy movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's lore heavy. And in the beginning, it's, it's a lot like a sci-fi film with the amount of lore it tries to give you. But it's paced in the same way as an 80s action film. Like the same way, mm -hmm. like the very beginning, I'm just like, I'm reminiscing to like Commando and um, uh, other 80s movies that I'm just blanking on. <laughs> uh, the one with uh, Stallone and um, Antonio Banderas. And I can't remember the name of that. But it's paced like that, an yeah. old 80s action movie. Later on, it gets a different kind of pacing. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, it's very lore heavy. Yes, and I thought it was very interesting because I remember, so it's one of those movies that it like starts with, you know, the end, mm -hmm. but then that scene came earlier than I took and I was like, wait, so what happens now? Yeah. And what happened? I was like, that's awesome. I loved it. Jeez. Now, uh, continue with my notes. I feel like as the movie starts to progress and you start to hear the soundtrack, the soundtrack is oddly chosen. I'm yes. I'm going to. Not normal. It, it's not normal. And I started to enjoy it. And then I hear the soundtrack and then I see where the lore is going. And I'm like, oh, this is set up like a young adult movie or like a young adult series you'll see on Fox Family. <laughs> Fox <It's>, Family. <laughs> you're going way back there. Sorry about hitting the mic. But like you're it, going way back there. What's, what's it called now? It is now free form. Free form. It's like it, was, it was Fox Family, and then it was ABC Family. Like, it went to ABC Family when we were like 12. So it's set up like a yes. free form or a CW show where it's a young adult series, and, mm -hmm. I, and I didn't really feel connected to the characters. I don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I cared. See, for me, I didn't think it felt like that. I think you were right. The music matches a free form of me, but that's like... The type of music they would put on like a drama scene well, or no. like an intense scene. But the movie itself without that soundtrack, I don't think feels like. a No, it, like the, the whole series, just like I, I saw where it was going and it's like love is in the air. And, uh, you know, what I'm talking about I'm not trying to spoil it, but uh, there is a love interest. And just like the way the love interests are kind of set into it where they're like, um, he's my everything. I will never live without him. And blah 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 blah. Like it, it's set See, up. I can't even fight with you without spoiling the movie. That's right. And I that's mean. not fair. That's not fair. No. I can't fight with you because I don't want to spoil anything. That's not fair. It's set up like that. And it's just like the the way the lore is, it's not set up like a real sci-fi movie. It's set up like a vampire diaries kind of lore. I'm okay with that. 
And that's what I, I mean. I love Vampire Diaries. That, but that's your thing. And then, like, the movie progresses. And I'm like, oh, I understand why Cheapy didn't I like this. But I wouldn't call this a girly movie. I'm not saying it's girly But, yes, like when it. I think young adult, I think girly. Like, vampire. you said well, Vampire Diaries. That's it's your fault girly. that you're all about gender roles. But here, Oh, my me, God, you're such an I'm idiot. a progressive third eye open. Ah, don't close my third eye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, the cops are coming after you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's sort of kind of like a young adults filling like that, like a CW. Wow. There's a lot of cops outside. Look what you did. Look what you did. And in the end, I didn't feel like I was on the edge of my seats. I didn't really care about the characters. It just felt like something like a vampire diaries or a supernatural where it's it's like, I'm not really committed to the characters Mm -hmm. and it's all about like, like how you feel about them and all about family and tightness. And and Adam's mm. a heartless person. I, I don't have a soul. Um, we discussed this when we when we told everyone that you don't like anything Disney. Uh, yeah. I, I By the way, well. I hate Disney. Um, I don't like it. But <laughs> so like, there you go. <laughs> so, again, we discussed this on two different perspectives, whether you would like it or not. If you listen to our movie minutes and you relate more to me or you relate more to Liz. That's where we go with this. But uh, going into our final rankings out of uh, avoid pass, enjoyable, solid and perfect for us. uh, What would you give it? I gave it a solid. Okay. I enjoyed this movie. This movie surprised me with the twists and I'm quite excited for it can i not spoil the end but say Mm -hmm. it's so it it does leave you off knowing there's going to be a second movie yeah and i'm quite excited for the second movie because i really liked it (laughs) i gave it a very generous enjoyable like (laughs) it's a fine okay movie like it's will you watch the second one with me no (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm going to give that one a pass. But the difference between avoid, like avoid at all costs. Don't ever watch this movie um, like the last movie we did. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, A Simple Favor. Yes. Avoid that movie. And pass is kind of like, eh, you know, if you don't have time for it, it's not like the end of the world. If you you can just give it a pass and then enjoy it. It's like, eh, yeah, cool. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't think this is a pass. Like, eh, but when you do put it on, it is enjoyable. It's fine. It's okay. But for someone like me, I don't like Vampire Diaries. I don't like Disney. I don't like uh, anything that's offered on CW, really. It's just who I am. It's a very, very generous enjoyable. You like more deep stories. Yeah. Whereas this only went so deep. Y- yeah. like this. It was is- a very simple plot line. Yeah. And it's not even the love interest that I got annoyed from. It's how they set up the love interest. I'm like, eh, eh, this is corny. <laughs> I'm just like, I couldn't do it. I loved it. Exactly. You like corny love. And I'm just like, it's so Can I say, corny. Turning 27 years old, I still watch Gossip Girl. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so if you relate more to Liz on what she watches, cool. It's solid for her. But for me, it's it's more of a pass. But if you do put it on, it is kind of enjoyable. So, uh, But yeah, it's again called The Old Guard. It's found on Netflix. Uh, watch it for yourself. Give your own opinions. Uh, leave your comments down below if you enjoyed it, if you didn't enjoy it. But uh, with that said and done, let's just move on to our second segment. Uh, what the heck? I don't know what that was. <laughs> Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week, and we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. We're here with our business twins. Oh no! On the on the no. little PowerPoint, but we're, here we are. Top three gaming news. Hi, business twins. No, I'm oh, covering oh. them. You can't see them. Business twins. Uh, let's go on to our number three gaming news, and it's about Halo Infinite <laughs> and how it's going to be the best game ever after it was delayed. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Halo Infinite has been delayed into 2021. Uh, I don't believe it said a uh, follow-up date. But uh, yeah, 343 Industries, uh, they decided the best way to do everything is to delay it. And this was after the massive, uh, let's just say, feedback uh, <laughs> for the Halo Infinite gameplay and how it yeah. was kind of uh, not, not that great. Yeah, Especially going on Series X, like the next-gen 
it just it looked unpolished and they said oh yeah it's it's not it's not a finished product and we're all just saying yeah but it's coming up in like a couple months though like holy crap but yeah people were disappointed craig the brute was a thing and uh let me read this statement from chris lee who says we have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has the adequate time to deliver a halo game experience that meets our vision uh, the decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have been contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work that uh, from our team at 343 Industries, who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development changes. However... It is not sustainable for the well-being of our team over uh, for the or, or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. So it, what he's saying is that's what he actually said. I, uh, that has to be the most um, uh, sta- uh, uh, what, what was it going to say? Like the, the best way, like the, it's not mm-hmm. even a PR stunt. It's just saying like, hey. COVID kind of like screwed us over, like it's screwing everybody over. We're looking for the well-being of our own uh, team here and we need the adequate time. We're just saying 2021. Mm -hmm. And what's uh, crazy is that this actually is not affecting the uh, launch for Series X. So Series X is still launching. Yeah. Uh, they say it's going to be November 6th. Is the rumors mm. November 6th. And, uh, you know, this is not delaying the launch of the Series X. It's just going to be uh, all that. So, so what do you think about all this? I mean, I say the same thing every time we have a story of mm-hmm. a um, game being delayed. I'd rather them delay it than release a broken game. Yeah, uh, completely. And I and I agree with it. Like yeah. I said, if we saw this kind of gameplay, it, it, yeah. If we saw it a year ago, like great. Yeah. Like, if they said oh, a year ago, like oh, this is not uh, finished, I'm like, wow, this is gonna be fantastic a year from now. But it, it was gonna come out yeah. in a couple months, especially we got it in July, and if it's gonna launch in November, so August, September, October, November, like four months. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to ask for. So they want the adequate time to make it as much. And that's the thing. I'm willing to wait for Halo Infinite. Yeah. I What's that? And I was going to say, it's a nice change of pace that they... Well, nice change of pace for the gaming industry that they're thinking of their employees as well. Oh, yeah. Saying, like, we want them to stay safe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. We're giving them more time. Yeah. It's nice. So good on them. Uh, I've waited five years for Halo Infinite, so <laughs> I can wait another year. So yes, uh, it's what it is, and I'll be alive to play it. That's all I'll say. But uh, yeah, go to your three, four, three. Now let's go into our number three or number two. Number two, number two gaming news. If I can find my mouse, I don't even know where mouse is. I'm it's, pretty sure it's it's over here. Let's find out. There it is go. over there. Come back here, mouse. There you are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is about control and naughty, naughty remedy. No, no, no. How how dare you, remedy? I just applied a three four three, and remedy over here being like the bad, bad, bad remedy. <laughs> Anyways, so remedy has said that oh, we won't be providing uh, next gen upgrades like everybody else has been doing, like Microsoft, mm-hmm. who says all of our games will be a free upgrade. So if you buy it on Xbox One. When you get the Series X, it will be a free upgrade. Ubisoft says same thing. Oh, yeah, we'll be plenty to do that. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft's doing a lot of other things that we're not going to talk about, but, you no. know, they're, uh, they're going to be free upgrades. Yeah. What does Remedy say? Yeah, we'll upgrade you uh, if you buy the Ultimate Edition. Which is how much? Uh, Well, let me read this quote right here. It's not a bad price, but let me read this quote right here. Okay. So... Uh, a new ultimate edition of the control game uh, of the game has been announced for all platforms, including the PS5 and Series X, and it's set to cost $39.99. Okay, uh, $39, so $40. It includes the base game and both expansions, as well as all content uh, updates since its release. And that's it. And I love how it says, and that's it. Like, that. that's, pr- that's pretty much what they do. Yeah. <laughs> I love this article. Um, but yeah, so so the only way that you're going to get a free upgrade to the next gen system is if you buy the ultimate edition. So if you already had the standard version of control, yeah. 
no, no, no. And it's so oh, weird. That is weird. Right? So obviously they have the ability to yeah. upgrade you. They'll say like, yeah, we can give it to you. It's the same game. Mm-hmm. It's the base game just with all its DLCs and updates. Yeah. So if you can update the base game to PS5, why aren't you updating the base game? Yeah. I. That's just, it's greedy. Yeah. It's just more greedy. It is. Like it's, it's it really is. Uh, it's just weird because here's the thing. For me personally, I still haven't played Control. I still want to. Mm-hmm. And that price point of $40 is pretty enticing to me to get the base game, all the DLC, yeah. all the updates. That's enticing to me. And I get the up, uh, upgrade to Series X. So I'm like, oh, that's that's good for me. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Because I really want to play this game because mm-hmm. I love Alan Wake. And I, I liked Quantum Break. Eh, but... I really wanted to play Control because mm-hmm. it was up for Game of the Year. Yeah. And $40 for all of it, that's great. But people who played it, like, since launch day and mm-hmm. love the game and want to, like, have the upgrade to Series X or PS5. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. Screw you for being around for day one. Yeah. We're only here for the new players. So if you already have the standard edition, you can't buy the Ultimate Edition? Well, you can. Okay. So, like, with Ultimate Editions and games, uh, I think you can do this. But let's say I have the base game Mm -hmm. of, I don't know, off the top of my head, I don't know, NBA 2K. I don't know. (laughs) And if I were to buy the Gold Edition, then that would just upgrade my base game. So it kind of, like, revert it. Okay. But you still have to pay full price for the Ultimate Edition. Right. That's why you always, like, wait for sales. Gotcha. Like, for Rainbow Six Siege, I've been waiting for, like, a good sale in, like, the the Gold Edition. Yeah. So I can get all the characters um but yeah so it's just funky yeah the way this is happening yeah so yeah you can technically have a free upgrade if you buy it but it's not a free upgrade because you paid 40 dollars. yeah for it, right and it's just it's very odd because everybody else is giving a free upgrade and mm-hmm. remedy is deciding to to do this yeah and remedy has had a pretty good rap report yeah you know well they're fixing that now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. You know, maybe it, they'll change their mind down the road. Maybe. Uh, it's four months away. You that's know, what I, well, that's three what months I mean. away now. Well, that's what I mean. Maybe they'll change their mind when they realize that no one else is making you pay mm. for an upgrade. Oopsie dinkles. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but yeah, kind of yeah. weird. I hope they change their minds, but that's a stupid decision. Great for me. Uh, for me personally. Yeah, it works for you. It does work for me. But for everybody else, wow, it's like a big screw you. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on to another <laughs> screw you where very interesting story. Fortnite Yay! is no longer on the Apple Apple oh. iOS. It's not on Apple stores. Now, I'm not going to make a video on this in terms of the discussion because one, uh, I don't play a lot of Fortnite. Yeah. I don't really play mobile games. I don't even have an iPhone. I have an Android. So, yeah. like, I have you no... You're so removed from this situation. <laughs> I'm so re- removed from it. But it's uh, still an interesting and very yeah. important debate to have. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a very good case. So, uh, if you don't know, uh, Apple has removed Fortnite from the iPhone store. Mm-hmm. It removed it because what they did... Well, uh, what Epic Games did, who develops Fortnite, uh, they upped the prices of V-Bucks or they kind of um, messed with the prices a little bit mm-hmm. to what they said, what um, uh, Epic Games said is saying mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, to compete against the Apple Store uh, fees. So to be on the mm-hmm. Apple Store, you have a lot of fees and they yeah. said to pay for that. We have to kind of change around the, the prices just for Apple. Right. Gotcha. And because they did that, Apple's like, oh, no, no, no. There's a violation. So we're going to take it off. <laughs> it's so how dumb. Is, how are they not allowed to do that? You're charging the money. So therefore, they need to make more money. So this is a statement from from Apple uh, about Epic, uh, removing Epic from the uh, App Store saying uh, today. Uh, today, today, Epic Games took the unfortunate step. I, I love how they phrase it. The unfortunate step. Okay, let me start over. Today, Epic Games took the unfortunate step of violating the App Store guidelines that are applied equally 
to every developer and designed to keep the store safe for, for our users. As a result, their Fortnite app has been removed from the store. Epic, uh, Epic enabled a feature in its app which was not reviewed or approved by Apple, and they did so with the express intent of violating the App Store guidelines regarding in-app payments that apply to every developer who sells digital goods or services. So Epic is now suing Apple. <laughs> They're suing Apple because of anti-competitive behavior. Uh, and I have this quote written down. Uh, and, and stating that they are blocking and stifling competitive innovation. And now Epic yeah. has now re permanently reduced V-Buck prices by 20% permanently. Hmm. So, oh, I actually should get on that, actually. Hold on. <laughs> because I've been wanting to get the season pass, but now it's going to be 20% off. So that's a that's a clean $2 for Adam. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... They're they're permanently going away with the fee bucks, mm -hmm. and now this whole suit is pursuing. Now I think this is an important case for mobile developers. Yeah, and this is an important case for Apple to protect its users. But in the end, this is going to end up like a Tiger King episode. No <laughs> one wins. Everybody is the enemy here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so weird. What do you think? I. It's just, it's so strange. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually just learned a lot more about mobile stores, like the fees they have to pay. I didn't know they had to, like, have a contract of what they can and can't do in the app. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. I thought you just mm -hmm. you have it on there. No, there's fees it. attached. I mean, I mean, it's like any other store. Well, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I mean, of course there's fees and stuff. But, like, I didn't know, like, there's a contract that, like, Apple has to review and approve mm -hmm. of, like, what they can change in their game. Yep. Like, that's so strange. And it's, like, yeah, it's their game. You're charging them astronomical fees mm -hmm. to be on there. How do you expect them to pay for it? Yeah. Like, they have to charge people something. It is, it is very odd. I don't... I don't understand what we're going to get out of this. I don't know if Epic's going to win because Apple's such a huge company. Yeah. And by the time this episode comes out, the the, the whole story could be just blown out of proportion. Yeah. I don't know if it by the weekend it will be out of proportion, but it's so crazy to think that we could be marking a history in gaming industry, more specifically in the mobile gaming industry. Yeah. I, I have no foot in the race for that because uh, your boy will never play a mobile game. Uh, Adam, you played Pokemon Go for a very long time. Shut up, Adam. Anyways, but also, um, Fallout's the oh, Fallout game. Oh yes, you did. Oh, I was you, obsessed was, with that. That was yes. Fallout Shelter. Yeah, that was dangerous. Mm -hmm. Also, um, The Simpsons. Um, and you did have a good. You you played some of those like you played Candy Crush a little bit. I did play Candy Crush. And you used to play Scrabble. Okay, never mind. With no, your no. cousin. D anyways, uh, <laughs> I will never play a mobile game and ever you again. Miss Farmville. Hey, quiet. You're going to say my secrets. Anyways, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's pretty much my take on it. It's just it's going to be an important case for everybody, but in terms of Epic versus Apple, it's just who, who are you going to vote for? Mm -hmm. Because Epic's, uh, I like what Jim Sterling said on his video that neither one is going to be the hero in the end. It's just going to be a fight for billions of dollars. Yeah. Like that's what it is. But I think it's still going to uh, affect indie developers on the mobile games. I still haven't played donut County and you know, I know Dan from the story ever played. He recommended it. So, and that's a mobile game, and also Florence. But it's going to affect games mm -hmm. like that. Oh yeah, maybe in a positive way. But I think this is still an important case in gaming and uh, mm -hmm. the gaming yeah. industry. So, uh, but yeah, so that's our three gaming news uh, mm -hmm. about Halo Infinite. It's being delayed to 2021. Do you think this is going to affect the launch of uh, Series X in terms of sales? Uh, do you think anybody really cares? I, am I going to be crazy without Halo Infinite? The answer is yes. <laughs> uh, and then number two, Remedy. Bad Remedy. Grr. Uh, Control won't be a free upgrade. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I care because I don't know. Uh, but do you care? Write in comments down below. And Apple is uh, removing Fortnite and Epic is suing Apple back and blah, blah, blah. 
What do you think about that suit? Is it important? Do you think you won't care? Is Jim Sterling right that there won't be a winner after all of this? Uh, write your comments down below. So that's our top three gaming news. I think it's time to go into the discussion. I think so. With our final segment. Every single week here on the Games Groceries podcast, we like to have a little discussion about the gaming industry, whether it be about female gamers or game preservation. We like to talk about it and so much more for the next half hour or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, no guests this week. Uh, we just went a little tiny break. Just for us. And also the guest said that, can I do it in the next show? And I was like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. But, you know, uh, you know, we haven't had just me and you. In a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I, I like having a little bit of breaks from guests, not because, you know, the guests are a lot, but I want to give time just to get to know the guests. And I don't yeah. want to be like week after week, like, OK, you're done. Go back. Yeah. You're done. But yeah, I like having time just, you know, getting to know the guests, mm-hmm. you know, having some you know a week just like following up with them and then mm-hmm. having a little conversation with them. But. I, you know, but that that's something I'll talk about on What's the Biz or other podcasts. Yeah. It's linked down below if you want to uh, check that out, What's the Biz. Uh, but yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, we are just consumers. We're just customers yeah. in the gaming industry. So uh, I think my first point that I want to bring up is uh, why is it difficult to think of video games as a business? I think because it's another art form. It's another way that people share stories and their passions and yeah like it's you know it's just like books and movies where people are passionate and writing these stories and sharing them with the world and putting their soul into them Mm -hmm. and it being a business is makes it difficult because yeah it's your passion but is your passion making money yeah you know yeah that's the thing is that um you can turn anything to a business, but I think what hurts more about uh, video games, like trying to think of them as a business or even mm-hmm. a business transaction, is because we feel connected to it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with a movie, yeah, we're feeling connected to the actors, but within video games, we're immersed in the story. We're, yeah. we're part of the story. We affect the story. Mm-hmm. We are constantly choosing ways that we can uh, determine where the story yeah. goes, you know? And so when we think about like, oh, it's a business transaction and yet we're involved in the story. If you play story games, which uh, most of our listeners do, uh, but even multiplayer, you know, that's a good way to hang out with Mm -hmm. friends. You know, someday I want to make a video on um, how The Division saved my life. Um, and that's a video that I want to do, you know, when we hit, I don't know, a million subs (laughs) (laughs) Um, sometime. But yeah, I think that's why it's kind of difficult, at least for mm-hmm. me. Uh, do you agree with that or no? With what? <laughs> <laughs> what I just said. Yeah, but like what part of... <laughs> just like... <laughs> what did you say? With what part of what you that said? It's, that we, <laughs> we're part of the story and that's why it's so bad. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just like glossy eye, like, yeah. Hmm? I've been doing very well up to this point in hiding that I was tired. <laughs> I know. It was just perfect. I give this long, very... Well, that's what I... That's the problem. It was very long. Per- very personal answer. You're like, what was that yet? No, I heard what you said. I didn't know like what part you wanted my opinion on. Do you agree that uh, it's hard to think of it as a business because we feel connected with the story? Um, I think so. It's... Mm-hmm. It's like it's strange because, like you said, it is this very stop laughing at me. I'm just the way you said, like, with what? <laughs> um, but no, like you said, with movies, we're very connected to it. Like that's why the movie industry isn't always a doesn't feel as much as a business because it is more fans. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference between the two is that we don't pay as much money to go see a movie mm-hmm. or even buy a movie. Yeah. You know, we pay a lot of money for video games. So that's why I feel like it feels more like a business Mm -hmm. because of the amount of money we pay that it starts to be more about the money than Mm -hmm. the fan base. Like they don't say, oh, I mean, some people, I'm not going to say that. Some people, they do think of the fans like, oh, you do it for the fans. Mm -hmm. But it's all, it's still a lot about the money in the gaming industry. Whereas movies, they know someone's going to watch it. 
Yeah, and I think the movie industry is very vital into bringing in money because there's a lot of investors. There's still mm-hmm. investors in video games, but uh, you know, investing into a movie is a lot more prominent. And you've got a lot more investors in that because the movie industry is so much older mm-hmm. and they know they can make money off of That's it. That's what I mean. Like they know someone's going to go watch this movie. Right. Someone's going to like it and they'll pay for it. Yeah. I mean, look at, you know, some of the movies that Dwayne and Rock Johnson is in. Yeah. It's like someone. someone's someone's put. You know, someone's watching those movies. <laughs> exactly. You know, anything that Dwayne and Rock Johnson is, uh, is on or even Kevin Hart, it's making yeah. it's making dough. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, and that's and I guess that goes into my second point or my second question is that why is it so important to understand that we're just customers? It's it's difficult to think that we're just customers mm-hmm. and that's a business transaction. But why why do you think it's important? I think it's important because you have to remember that these people, the decisions they make aren't all about you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. They completely understand that you really wanted this thing to happen in the game Mm -hmm. but they're investors the people that pay their bills yeah i mean yes you're gonna bet i mean they know you're gonna buy the game because you're a fan yeah but they can't do everything you want because again they need to pay the bills Mm -hmm. they need to pay the employees Mm -hmm. and to do that they need to make first the investors happy yeah and they can't take up all the time of their employees they Mm -hmm. have to pick and choose of what's going in this game yeah so i think that's where we forget is that Yes, they do try and think about the fans, but they can't always do exactly what you want because they have to make other people happy first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, and that's the thing. They have to make other people happy first. And I think there's a line where the business kind of uh, takes hold of a game mm-hmm. where there's definitely people in, you know, the upper echelon mm-hmm. where they're thinking about the investors. But then there's also the people of the upper, upper mm-hmm. echelon and they're, they're thinking about their bottom dollar. Yeah. Not even the investors, but like how many mansions can they buy? Yeah. I mean, think about, you know, Andrew Wilson of EA, like the CEO of EA. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, he's thinking about employees, yeah. right? Or even, uh, was it Blizzard or Riots? I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but one of the two, I'm, I'm leaning towards Blizzard, but I feel like I'm wrong. But one of the two, Blizzard or Riots, uh, they released or someone released um, a whole spreadsheet of all mm-hmm. these uh, different uh, of all these different uh, pay payrolls, right? Yeah. And how much people make. And Bobby Kotick, who's Blizzard, I want to say it's Blizzard, but I'm, I feel so wrong. But Bobby Kotick is making like millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and they're just saying that like, wow, they're they're looking out for their bottom dollar. Whereas uh, people in the upper management are saying like, I got to keep my bosses happy, keep the investors uh, happy, mm-hmm. but I also got to keep the fans happy. Yeah. So I, I think it's important to remember, like what you said, they don't care who you are. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's personally. Yeah. Like you always complain when video games have love interests. Yes. You, you, you think it throws a wrench in the Yes, because the I story. have no heart. Yes, I know, dear. Yeah. But that you hate that you and there are a lot of people who agree with you who just want the story and they don't want it when the love interest is forced into it and i'm I also even... married to this woman and she agreed to marry me i'm not trying to say that i'm not romantic but i am saying i'm not romantic <laughs> you're romantic in your own way Dingy. like when our first anniversary you bought me ice cream <laughs> you surprised me with my ice cream yeah anyway yeah that story is for another time <laughs> um but there are people who agree with you who and I even agree when the story when the you can tell when the love interest is forced, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't thinking of the fans when they put that in. You can tell they didn't want that in there. But I guess you did mm-hmm. the investors because yeah. they know that love interests do sell. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And like, s- they're not thinking of the fans at that point. They're thinking of the people they have to please. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even a good thing. Uh, like the articles that came out, uh, what Jason Schreier wrote about mm-hmm. with the upper inner circle of Ubisoft yeah. and how they said, oh, with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, not, you know, Cassandra cannot be, yeah. you know, the main character because they said, quote unquote, women don't sell. Yeah. And they and had to have, they have to have a man yeah. in there. And then clearly the person who wrote that wanted the female. Yeah. But... He didn't get that choice anymore. Exactly. And it so sucks. It Like, it sucks for not only people developing the mm-hmm. game, but people purchasing the game. Yeah. Where it's just like, well, we want Cassandra. We think women 
you know, they do yeah. sell because guess what? It's not 1951 anymore. Mm-hmm. It is now 2018, 2019. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the year is now 2020, by the way. Yes. If you if you lost track of uh, the calendar, like your boy has. But, <laughs> uh, and, and that's the oh, thing. Oh, no, we all know it's 2020. Uh, yeah, I know, but like. What day it is, no. But <laughs> the year, yes. <laughs> I don't even know what month it is anymore. It's August. It's two weeks till my birthday. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to remember because it's important to remember that they don't care of who you are personally. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a huge Xbox fan. Yeah. I love Xbox. I'll always love Xbox yeah. because I, I'm just a robot. Uh, but Phil Spencer does not care who I am, yeah. nor does he know my name. He will, and he will be on this podcast. It, I, I will make sure of don't it. Don't be making promises you can't keep. Hey, if he came came on the uh, Gamertag radio podcast, then he's coming on Games and Groceries. Okay. Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I wish. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't care who I am. Yeah. And that's the thing. Even when, like, let's say tomorrow, let, let's, let's, like, argument's sake, Phil Spencer comes on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He still does not care about my decisions. Yeah. He's I, not going to text you be like, do you want this feature in the next Xbox? Yeah. No, he's not going to do that. Exactly. Like, I could be sitting down with Phil Spencer every... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, this happened last time. Uh-oh. It'll come back. No. Will, oh. Well, will it come back? That uh-oh. was just the camera. Camera 2 turned off. That happened last time. Yeah. Well, if that's anything like last week, then we've lost all of camera 2 for this part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So. Anyways, so we're back, everybody. That yeah. that's weird. Every time it does that, I I have to move the mouse around. I think that's what it does. But anyways, yeah, we need to look into the settings or something. Yeah. So anyways, uh, back on topic. But yeah, so if I sat down with Phil Spencer every single week in a coffee shop, he doesn't care who I like. He doesn't yeah. care about my opinion. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that because we start to take games personally, and I mm-hmm. think that's where console wars start to take place, where they're saying like. Oh, like it becomes my identity mm-hmm. when really you need to remember that you are a customer. Yeah. You, this is a business transaction with some fun in it. Yeah. But I, I think we need to make that distinction mm-hmm. because like if we take it too personally, we make it our identity mm-hmm. and we start to get frustrated at game developers yeah. and upper upper class. Like I get frustrated at Phil Spencer. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I don't ever. He's my boy. I wish. Anyways, oh <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. Like, how can the business uh, transaction kind of take over the fun of the game? Like that. That's that's the other part is that mm-hmm. there is some fun involved in video games. But uh, where's that line that toes between like there's always that balance of business and the fun of the game. But where can the business kind of like overlap the fun of the game? The amount. Of money the game costs and the extra expenses inside the game. I like what you said the uh the amounts because remember what 2K said? Like saying, like, oh, only certain games are gonna be seven seventy dollars. Yeah. That's like, excuse me. But like for me, like when I see their like in-game transactions, like even when on my phone, when I'm looking at apps, mm-hmm. if they say, Oh, there's in-app purchases, I'm like, Well, I'm not getting that app then. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna do it. And so, like with games, for me, I don't really even like spending money on myself in general. Yeah. So to buy a game that's so expensive, mm-hmm. probably never going to buy it unless someone buys it for me. Yeah. And I wouldn't enjoy it if I spent $70 on mm-hmm. a game. It would take me a very long time to forgive myself for spending that much money. Yeah. And then if it's a game that like needs you to make more purchases in it, like that makes it so much less enjoyable that you can't get the full game without paying more. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem is that, you know, sometimes they lock off things. Sometimes they mm-hmm. lock off characters in a certain you know, video game about Marvel. Uh, but who knows about that? But yeah, like when they start to lock things off and when they start to say that the only way you can progress is through microtransactions, mm-hmm. the only way to do this. And that's the thing. When I think when they start locking off the fun yes. behind business transactions. Yes. And that's the thing. I don't think it's even like locking off in terms of, you know, purchasing the disc in of itself or purchasing mm-hmm. the game on your uh, on your store. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's the thing. It, that's where the customer comes in. And I'm like, yeah, I don't expect to get Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, one and two remaster for free. I yeah. hope. But that would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, <laughs> email me back, Tony Hawk. But uh, that's the thing is that 
you know, there there has to be that kind of um, you know, exchange. Yeah, of you business. have to pay for something. But once you get that game, and then it's just like, oh, there's more purchases yeah. that are locked off. And I think that's where that business comes in, saying mm-hmm. that the upper upper echelon are saying they're like, oh nope, we need more mansions. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily like a full management, right? Because there's people under the big management, like yeah. like Randy Pitchford of um of oh no, <laughs> I forgot uh from behind Borderlands, mm-hmm. right? I I forget the. Uh, 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 gearbox. Thank you, Adam. Good job. Yeah, thank you. High five. Death with me. Anyways, so oh, no, I take it back. Now. So, uh, yeah, Randy Pitcher behind Gearbox. You know, there's mm-hmm. management under him. Yeah. And they're also thinking about their money. Yeah. But not as much as Randy Pitchford, mm-hmm. and not as much as people above him. Yeah. And, and that's the thing I think we all start to forget is that there's people above the people. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing is that's. Now, going lower into the spectrum, right, going mm-hmm. lower into the development side, mm-hmm. do we think that video games are all about business or is there a struggle of love and passion behind it? Because you got to imagine like people who dream of becoming a developer mm-hmm. and get their dream job over yeah. on at Bioware. But then they start to say, like, I, I have a love for video games, but I have this uh, need to. Yeah, you have to make your whoever's above you happy. You have to make to sure keep that your job. You have to keep your job. You have to keep other people in their job. You have to mm-hmm. pay them and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I think to me, when they first get in there, especially, I mean, yes, like when you first get in there, like you have the passion, of course. But I think the one that I thought of right away was the, um, like writers yeah like uh, that's their story Mm -hmm. they came up with it they presented it yeah and now because we need to make money or it needs to be more attractive things in your story have to change and you have to write it yeah and i can't believe there's that struggle where Mm -hmm. uh even for them like they have a love of writing Mm -hmm. for video games but there's also a business transaction in there because they're paying your they're, they're signing your paycheck yeah but you have this love for writing and you want to write your own thing. Yeah. And it's like, or they buy your story and then you're not like, cause that happens. I don't know if it happens in video games, but I know it happens in movies and TV mm-hmm. shows. They buy your story, you get paid and then you're done. Yeah. If they want to change it, they can cause now they own it. Mm-hmm. So then when your story finally gets presented and you see, they changed like a thousand things that don't belong. I feel like that's happened before. And I feel like I've read a story that that's happened and I can't think of it off yeah. the top of my head. Um, like I have been other things, but <laughs> yeah, and it sucks because again, it's now a transaction. Yeah. You know, it's it sucks because everything behind video games is a business. And I feel like even behind indie games, even mm-hmm. if you get to indie games, it's still somewhat of a business because yeah. they can't just develop a game for years mm-hmm. and then just do it for free. Yeah. Uh and I'm talking about serious development, serious development, yeah. not just like putting a like uh, a mobile game up just for free or mm-hmm. something on steam as kind of like a practice run there, yeah. there's a lot of developers who do that they'll put up a free game on mobile or yeah. steam and then in a few years you see it yeah on no, a console well uh no no no. that was gonna say is oh. like that's like their practice game yeah like they'll develop something they'll develop oh, something okay, silly in like a week or something and they'll just put it up there yeah and that's just to get their blood flowing mm-hmm but in terms of like a serious development over years and years yeah. and years, you can't expect it all to be for free. Like, let's say it's free on mobile, mm-hmm. but there's still microtransactions because they have yeah. to make their money somewhere. Yeah. And I don't blame them. Oh, no. you ha- They have to make money. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. They, they, otherwise, they're not going to be very good games because they're going to have to be doing other jobs. Yeah. And that's the thing is that that's the other thing. Like they they have to have their all their time focused on this or yeah. else they do other jobs. Yeah. Like here on the podcast, our hope and dreams yes. is to someday do this full time so that we can give you more content. But mm-hmm. the reason why we can't give you more content, not that we won't, but the reason why we can't uh, give you more content. Uh, bye, Lizzie. Bye. <laughs> uh, she's adjusting camera one. Uh, but yeah, it, it's so that, you know, in the end, well, what was it going with this? Anyways, uh, the reason why we want to make this our full-time job is so that we can give more content. But the reason why we can't is because we work full-time jobs. Yeah. You know, I, we both work 40 hours a week. 
And that 40 hours that we can do in that week, we can give you a lot more content. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to think about even the podcast about video games as a business. Like, how can we get this out to more listeners? Um, How can we get sponsors someday? And and all that. And talking about uh, YouTube ads or Google ads, right? And uh, you know, a lot of people like get on people uh, get on something like, "Oh, you're a seller." It's like not necessarily. They're <laughs> they not just s- need to pay bills. They just need to pay bills. Like that's it. Um, even like I like talking to Maddie about it, where you know, Mister Maddie plays. He doesn't really care about making the big bucks. He just wants to be comfortable. Yeah, and that's how I feel. It's just kind of yeah. like I'm sure a lot of indie developers like they just yeah. want to pay their bills. And like we don't <laughs> want a mansion. We don't mm-hmm. need all that stuff. We just want to be able to live our life. And I think that's what some indie developers just, yeah. they want to pay their bills and save up for retirement over something that they're passionate about. Yeah. And they deserve to be paid. Yeah. You know, and it's artists, they deserve to be paid. And, yeah. you know, we need to remember that we're customers, but they, we also need to remember there's some love involved, but also yeah. that it's a business transaction. Mm-hmm. So I want to read some comments. Um, over on twitter okay so over on twitter instagram facebook i'll ask you a question about the topic at hand and um this week i asked you are video games more of a business than a passion and i've got two answers for you and one of them is from uh at shin shinra or absolute prodigy what's up man yeah uh and he says uh to answer the question are video games more of a business than a passion that's like asking any creative form of media is a business or a passion. Movies, TV, cartoons, drawing videos, YouTube, Twitch, uh, everything. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I said. Is that like you, you do something creative and it sucks that there is business yeah. as a customer. Mm-hmm. You would love to have it for free. Love it. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that like what you said, if there isn't a business transaction, then they have to find a job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that means less development time. Yeah. And so what do you think about that? No, I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, we, and we talked about how, about movies, how mm-hmm. they have to do the same thing. They have to make money. They can be a little bit more lax on it because mm-hmm. like we said, my, movies, you, you know, more people are prone to do, to go, purchasing and paying for than yeah. video games. But it, it, it's the same thing in every business. There's a level of passion. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's still a business and people need to make money. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so then I also have an answer from at Commander Nikki. Woohoo! Uh, at Commander Nikki, when I ask, uh, are video games more of a business than a passion? Uh, she says, uh, it's always being talked about in the gaming industry and she uh puts uh capitalization on industry so yeah it's really just a business but it took a lot of passionate people to have it have it be where it is so maybe it's a little bit of both and i think that's what we talked about here just kind of like it kind of is a little bit rough to think about and that's what i asked in the first question is it kind of difficult to think of video games as a business because there is passion behind it Mm -hmm. but there's also business behind it yeah and it sucks as a creative right as a creative me and you um it sucks to think about that business because sometimes we do want to just give away our art for free yeah and that's what we've been doing for the past two years yes but that's the thing i would love to give it out for free forever yeah but the fact of the matter is, I want to give more. Yeah. But I need, you know, business. To, and that's the yeah. same thing for even indie developers or any kind of game mm-hmm. development is that they will love. I don't think that I don't think I shouldn't speak for everybody. Yes. <laughs> but uh, people would love to just, you know, do this just for free and not care and just get money somewhere yeah. else. But that means their time is being spent on another yeah. uh, job. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nick DiPaolo, who is developing Adam's Ascending, mm-hmm. wishlist it on Steam. But he's developing Adam's Ascending, and yeah. he works a full-time job. Yeah. Like, yes. he has a family to feed. Uh, he has four kids now? Three. Three kids. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I remember the twins. and I. <laughs> you thought they had another one? Yeah, when you have twins, it's it counts for an extra one. You know, like, um, twins, you see three. Yeah. Well, I think it's all three. It's three girls. So, I mean, it yes. might as well be four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he has three kids. Uh, yeah. And, you know, he has a family to raise. Yeah. 
and he has to work a full time job until Adam's ascending becomes, you know, his yeah. full time. You know, yeah. Uh, and he gets he deserves to get paid yeah. for the work he's doing. Yeah, because you know? he's not. And I think it's even more so because when you're doing a regular job that's paying you and then also your passion project to hopefully one day make money mm-hmm. you're working two full-time jobs you are like yeah we do a lot of work and give up a lot of our time, free time yeah like we have next to no free time because this is what we want to do mm-hmm. so i think when you finally get to that part like where you could be making money i think you should be mm-hmm. so that you can do more and so like you put all the work in yeah you know like People have to remember that people, especially the people who are doing indies and things like this, it's like you put all your time into it. Like, yeah, you kind of deserve. Not, I don't want to say deserve. That sounds wrong, but it's. But you should get paid for the work you put in. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And to and to not like, especially for like YouTubers who ask for who just do ads to mm-hmm. make money. Like, it takes you two seconds to watch the ad. Yeah, is like you're not paying anything. Well, thirty you know? seconds whatever but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i was just i was exaggerating yeah but but that's the thing like you they're not asking money from people i mean indie developers yes but usually not as much as the regular developers mm-hmm. so you know yeah, i don't know where AAA's. i was going with that yeah no i i think that video games unfortunately have to be a business yeah and we need to remember that we are customers yeah there's a line that we need to remember because if we don't we're one we're going to take things way too personally Mm -hmm. and it's going to be your identity and two it's going to be like you you just deserve this decision when really you're a customer Mm -hmm. like that's that's the thing you do have a say in it as a fan sure but at the at the same time they need to pay bills you know like you can't just get everything for free and i think having that line have that um sort of distinction will help in the end to realize that yes i do have a say in terms of a fan but i don't have the ultimate say as someone who has a majority stock in the company yeah right um any closing thoughts before we go out i don't think so i think if i tried it'd be probably a rambly mess wow yeah (laughs) um but yeah so that's what I think. I, I, I think that it's the unfortunate side. Um, but I, I also realize that I am just a customer. Mm-hmm. They don't care about me personally, but I think they care about me as a fan, as a yeah, collective. I think they try their best to bring in as much of what they know the fans will want mm-hmm. without making their investors and higher ups angry. Like they do their best, but just keep in mind they do have a lot of people who pay their bills Mm -hmm. they have to keep them happy first and then you so i think we can uh close out our conversation and our show here uh we hope you enjoyed this one again we didn't have a guest this week we will have one next week it's a different vibe when there's no guests it is it feels more empty i don't know why but uh because there's not another person oh maybe that that could be it um but yeah, so we hope you enjoy these ones with It's Just Us. And we want to take, you know, a little bit more breaks just to mm-hmm. um, get to know our guests a little bit better. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so we thank you for watching this week's podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review over on Podchaser. And like I said, I'm going to be announcing the lineup for the Tell Me Why uh, roundtable discussion on Tuesday. I'm very excited for that. So they're going to be taking place on Mondays when our usual podcasts are on. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be more of Games and Groceries presents the yeah. Tell Me Why roundtable, yeah. um, and yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. Yeah, but super excited. Yeah, super excited to play the game. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for our guests too. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a great discussion. So exciting couple weeks. Oh yeah, three weeks. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we thank you for listening to this week's uh, episode, and don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter at Gaming Groceries and on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word, and just search for us on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> we hope you have an excellent week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this conversation, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel and on iTunes. So, mm-hmm. with all that said and done, have a good week. Bye.